Hi, I'm Simon Dowling, and thanks for listening to A Day Of, a podcast about Biffy Clyro. Every episode, I'll be talking about a different Biffy Clyro song, including album tracks, B-sides, covers, and unreleased gems, which is over 200 songs so far, so let's get started. All the way down chapter two. This is it. This is the banger. This is the early Biffy that feels so much like the Biffy we end up getting on Black and Sky. I really, really love this song. As the title suggests, this song is a version, a sequel to All the Way Down Prologue Chapter 1 from The Vertigo of Bliss. The choruses both reflect the title of the song All the Way Down and are similar but not identical. I actually don't know the chronology. I presume this song was written written first and then revisited and thrashed out in practice rooms as bands are want to do for another five years until it became Prologue Chapter 1 or maybe they just liked the hook so much that they decided to reuse it and thought, well, we'll just call it Prologue Chapter 1. There are also multiple versions of this song. It appears uh, later as a B-side to Toys, Toys, Toys and Joy Discovery Invention. And to save repetition, I'll cover both versions here. The song opens with just Ben's drums before kicking a classic, stabbing, drop D riff that kind of emphasises so much of that early biffy sound. The guitar drops away and the spotlight shines on James. In the name version, we have like a clean verse where the later version returns to the opening stabbing riffs for the verses, but the chorus is really where the song opens up and on both versions, it's got that big open drop D and high vocals. The second verse in the name version is a bit weirder. It's got an offbeat upstroke. Yes, we're talking like Scar style to the clean guitar that frankly, I can see why it was dropped for the proper version later on when it was re-recorded. The bridges also differ greatly on both versions. The bridge on the name version adds this telephone sound to the vocals and just uses a simple variation on the same chords used throughout the song, but the later B-side version has that classic um, early Biffy style, discordant octaves, varying tempos. It's not really dissimilar to the opening of Liberate the Illiterate, the lyrics differ too. The name version is weird. It tells the tale of perhaps a haunted book, or is it the Bible? The lyrics are, It sat beside his bed as near as it can go. He read it every night just before he'd go. Asleep for the night with his dreams it'd fight. God save his soul. His mum would say, No, don't be afraid, son. There's no way you'll go. It kind of continues this weird tale of this haunted book in the second verse with a mom now reading the book. The reason I think it's some weird haunted book rather than the Bible is the lyrics to the bridge implying the child like lost his battle to the book. He never stood a chance when he's caught up in the night. He never thought he'd ever make it out of the light. I can see why it didn't make it through the years and years of rehashing. The B-side version completely abandons that narrative of this spooky book and is not dissimilar to the lyrics in a name, I guess, in that they're vague. They seem to be about a woman 
don't trust her, she'll break your heart, would you change? I mean, would you change is a lyric that it also appears on Toys, 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 to which it was the B-side. I mean, the lyrics on the, the B-side version are more sparse, but the vocal performance is stellar compared to the inane version. I mean, the back and vocals that deliver the kind of would you change, would you, while Simon delivers the main melody. The chorus is the same in both versions, but I mean, just due to production values, it shines way, way, way more on the B-side version. Anthemic, it's powerful, it's massive, it's that, as I said just a few minutes ago, I love, love, love this song. I mean, I was lucky enough to see it live a few years ago at the Barrowlands when they did the fans pick the set list and it just absolutely popped. I mean, it was a staple of the early live sets. It stayed in rotation until the release of the Vertigo of Bliss. So you're talking 2003, 2004, and it dropped out. And I, I mean, if you look at set lists now, they play a lot less of the earlier stuff. So you're never going to see it live again other than in the situations where, like the Barrowlands, they'll do these... Uh, special commemorative nights they recently did an interview about how plans have been kind of curbed due to the the COVID-19 situation putting all of their plans back a year obviously the release of the album uh, a celebration of endings got delayed they had planned to do these commemorative gigs perhaps or releases to celebrate the anniversaries of Black and Sky of Vertigo of Bliss and of Infinity Land which probably would have involved live shows where they'll play B-sides, so if those shows still happen, then you might get the chance to see a song as good as All The Way Down Chapter 2 live. I mean, this is by far my favourite song of the early Biffy releases. I mean, talking pre-Black and Sky, we'll come to the Black and Sky songs later, but it's just so good. It's like... It reminds me why I decided to embark on this project and why I do and always will love Biffy Clyro. Glint of the stadium rock band that they are now. And honestly, so glad I get to cover a song this strong, this early in the podcast because... So that's it for All The Way Down Chapter 2. Thanks again for listening to A Day Of. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at A Day Of Podcast or email on a day of podcast at gmail.com and you can submit your voice notes at anchor.fm forward slash a day of and I'll stick them on the end of episodes so that we can engage a bit more in why we all love Biffy Clyro. So thanks for listening. My name's Simon Dowling and this is A Day Of.